Let's all turn now to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And after we turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I'm going to ask you to look up three verses that are really shorter than one verse. These three verses are 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16, 17, and 18. And after you find those three extremely long verses, I say facetiously, if you please stand to honor the ring of his word, if it's possible, I'd appreciate it. And it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, 17, and 18. Verse 16 says, Rejoice always. Verse 17 says, Pray without ceasing. And 18, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. God bless and honor and reading in the reading of his word. You may be seated. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Praise the Lord. In the name of God, amen. We whose names are underwritten, the loyal subjects of our great sovereign Lord, King James, by the grace of God of Great Britain, France and Ireland, King, Defender of the Faith, etc., etc., having undertaken the glory of God and advancement of Christian faith and the honor of our King and country, a voyage to plant the first colony of the northern parts of Virginia, do by these presents solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one another, etc., etc., etc. This was the very first, first important thing written here in America. This was the Mayflower Compact written November 11, 1620. Now, this wasn't written in our timeline. We'll talk about this in just a moment. This was actually written uh, in the Julian calendar. And now we go by the Gregorian calendar. You may say, what's the difference? Well, about a month and a half or so. So this was written a long time ago. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But over half of the settlers at this time, when this was written, over half of those settlers that, that took, took a, a, across the way in the Mayflower, they died before a winter ended due to lack of shelter and starvation and diseases like scurvy. Oh, it doesn't sound too fun, does it? However, by persevering in prayer and with help of the Native Americans at the time, uh, the remaining settlers planted crops and reaped the, suffer, uh, the sufficient harvest to carry them through the second winter of the new world. And despite all the, the hardships they went through, through all the hardships and losing all their families and their mamas and their daddies, so many other people, so many people they care for, they still were thankful and grateful to God. And they declared a three-day feast, a one-on-one-day feast. Can you imagine the grocery bill? They had a three-day feast and started it uh, started on December the 13th, 1621. And this is why I tell you, some people say, well, why don't we do it December now? Because that was a different calendar. It was a Julian calendar. So is November still. Uh, at least our November, the Gregorian calendar that we're on now. And that was 1621. And when did the Gregorian calendar start? Well, that started in 1751. That's why it is basically our November. And they did it to thank the Lord God for his favor and to celebrate with a thank and to thank their Indian friends. 
1621, it was the very first Thanksgiving holiday, and they celebrated it by the Plymouth Rock, by the Plymouth Settlers, also known as the Pilgrims in Massachusetts. Now, they didn't celebrate it every single year. They didn't do it like we do. They didn't have all the holidays and all the, they didn't have the parades and everything. It wasn't until Abraham Lincoln, all they did is a few of them, but once Abraham Lincoln, many years later, it wasn't until Abraham Lincoln that they started to uh, have a celebration like we do now. But the point of all this is to say, for the 1863, I believe it was, but it wasn't until then that they became the holiday like we have now. But I will tell you this, we are thankful for it because the, the basis of the whole thing was to thank God for their safety. And many people today think, but I have so many hardships, so many difficulties, and all that's true. But they were still thinking God. They had more hardships than we do most of the time. They went through hardships and difficulties, people dying. Even they were dying and starving and cold. They still thank God. Today's sermon is called Always Thankful. Because we are to be that always grateful, always grateful. Pastor, that's difficult. I know it is. It is hard to be grateful sometimes. It's hard to be grateful when you stub your toe one morning. But, oh, thank you for the stub toe. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. But that's not what we're saying at all. I saw on Facebook earlier this week a Christian said something that I remember. In fact, it was my cousin, my cousin Kelly, my cousin John's wife. Uh, she said something I thought was great. She said, there, it was a post she put up uh, that someone else had said. It said, there is always, always, always something to be thankful for. Have you ever woke up in the morning, woken up, and, and all you can think of is the headache you have? Or you think of other things that are bad. It's too cold. It's too cold. I'm too tired. I'm too hungry. I'm too this. I'm too that. I'm too that. that, that. Instead of thinking what I just heard you wonderful people do, you thank God that you have a bed you're sleeping in. You, you thank God the fact that you're in a house that you can turn the heat up in. You can thank God that you have food that you can get up and eat. You have God, you can, instead of thanking God that you have a shower you can take when you don't feel very good. You see, instead of thinking God you have medication you can take for the headache. Because I've done those things. I've got, I don't know why I don't feel good. I don't either. But thank goodness you can take whatever you can take. I was feeling horrible the other day. Instead of thanking God that I could take the medication, I had the money to go buy whatever, whatever it was I needed. Instead of thinking God that I could take all those things. No, instead I was just whining the whole time. I might as well have taken a, blue, a blanket like uh, uh, Linus and sucked my thumb because I, I felt like a little baby. You ever did that wake up? Just, I don't know what's wrong. And that's what we do so often. But we should always be thankful and grateful. And every single one of us, I'm assuming, every single one of us has had those days where we forget to thank God. Instead, we're like, why, God, why? And, and lots of times we're whining to God instead of thanking Him. But we're to always be thankful, and it's hard sometimes. We live in, a, in difficult times, we do. Just a couple years back, just a couple years back, we had COVID. I know people still talk about it. And it's still around, but not like it was. Not like it was. Man, I won't get into the whole COVID situation. I won't get into all that, except to say, we see church now. I'm glad we have the people in the pews we do. Instead of thinking, thinking to God, why aren't there more people in the pews? I'm thinking, not thinking, but thanking God that we have the people here that we do. Instead of going, why aren't you here? Why aren't you here? Why aren't they? Why do we have these things just filled up? No, I'm just thankful that we have the people here that we do. Yes, we pray more people will come. Yes, we pray that people will get up and come to church. Yes, we we pray to God that people will stop using excuses like COVID, which is over, and then we'll come in. 
Because once COVID came, people stayed home out of fear, and I understand that, and it was okay for a time. But here's what happened. They got into the habit, and I get that. But we should be thankful that many more people stayed alive than they did, because not everybody did. And we should be thankful that God allowed you, allowed me to stay alive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Instead of complaining, we should be thankful that God allowed me to live. Maybe you're not thankful that God allowed me to live. I don't know. But I'm thankful God allowed me to live. And you know what? Thank you, Lord. I get to live another day. I'm not going to complain about waking up and having a headache today. Or maybe having a seizure or whatever your problem might be. Thank God I'm alive another day. And he's with me through those pains. But let's, let's talk about some of the difficult times we have today. There's financial problems today all over the place. Financial problems, prices are through the roof. Inflation, oh, I know, I know, and I won't mention the names of the uh, false news. I won't go into all that. But a lot of times there's different news places that don't want to talk about inflation. Oh, it's not happening. Listen, it's happening. It's happening. Inflation is worse now. It's not been this bad since the 1970s, President Carter. It's not been that bad since President Carter since I was a baby, brand new baby, just being born into the world. Me and my best friend Seth were born in the times of inflation. We were born when Carter was made, was made president. We know that. But here's the thing. We still love the man, even though that's what happened. And the, right now with the president and everything, inflation's going through the roof. These are the prices. We still love the man, but that's the way it is. Inflation. It's all over the place. We know. Used to, you could go buy a box of Velveeta for a certain... I'm not telling you to go out and buy Velveeta. Fake cheese. I'm not telling you to do that. But I am telling you this. Used to, it was very expensive. Now it's even more expensive. I'm just saying. If you're going to buy fake cheese, it shouldn't cost you as much as it is to buy a car. Anyway. Crime is up. Crime is up. You know that partially because of what it is. But people will find an excuse to do that if they're willing to do crime. Violent attacks are everywhere. You've seen it. Man, people just walking down the street in New York and other places, and bam, they're getting hit all over the place. Violent attacks. Theft, murders, and pre-birth murders are up. Why did so many people show up to vote? You know why. It wasn't just for the sake of voting. Yes, you had the right to vote. A lot of voting went on. By the way, it's still going on. But anyway, a lot of the voting happened. Why? Because a lot of people thought, are my rights to kill babies are going are going away. Come on now. Come on. Pre-birth murders? And there's justification for a lot of these crimes and sins. People justify it all the time. These are horrible things. Constant lies, consistent lies. Not just in politics either. I've seen consistent lies even in, in people who are supposed to be Christians. I heard lies just... Yesterday, people saying it's okay to lie sometimes. No, it's not okay to lie. It's not okay to lie. Are you actually arguing with the Lord? God says, don't lie. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Illegal immigration. There's poor and the homeless all over the place. We see people having to have little villages of tents. This is horrible stuff going on. The homeless, the sloth out there being lazy ever since the COVID situation. There's more jobless folk than ever. And they don't want to go back to work. I'm not saying everybody, by the way. Many people were grateful to get back to work. I'm thankful for my friend and others who continue to work. Some people have jobs where they don't have to work. And we see people being fired this week from jobs because they were complaining to the bosses because I don't want to work at my job. Well, they don't have a job. I'm very grateful that I was able to get on uh, you know, disability this year. 
because of the fact that unfortunately I don't have the ability to do everything I want to do, but I'm still doing the best I can do. I'm grateful for that. I praise God that I can do something. If I could, I'd do all the things I used to be able to do, but I can't. There's also addictions everywhere. We see people, now I'm not going to talk about what was made illegal, but there's many illegal things that people want to do. They're killing people, throwing out drugs everywhere. Addictions and deaths everywhere because of these things. Sexual perversions everywhere. Even things that some people try to say are normal. They're not normal. There are wars everywhere and rumors of wars. Just this week, there are people being bombed and then people who are lying about the bombing. So to start up world wars. How can we be thankful with all of these things and even more that the pastor haven't even mentioned? How can we be thankful? Because God is with you even during these times. These are nothing new. Pastor, you just mentioned half the things you just heard on all sorts of stations, including Fox and other things. Yeah, but these, these aren't anything new. They've been happening since the beginning of the world. Ever since sin entered in. I'm not talking about when God created it. God didn't create war. God didn't create death. God didn't create, Why did God create these things? He didn't. Man did by entering sin into the world. But then how can we be thankful? Because God is with you. Even during the most difficult times, even during COVID and all that, God was with us. God was with us when we're sick. He's with me the other day when I'm shivering and sick and all these things. God was with me. The other day, I was praying, Lord, be with me. I am with you. The other day when my brother was in the hospital, God was with him. God was with him through the doctors. My friend who works at the hospital, God was with him every single day. My friend who works with the children at school, God is with her even when she has those loud mouth kids. God is with her. She has to deal with them talking about false creation. And God is with her to remind her of the true creation. And that's difficult sometimes when you have to hear lies, constant lies, consistent lies. But we're be thankful for God through all times, through all times, always. What times? All times. Through the good times. It's not so hard to be thankful during the good times, is it? When everything is good and gold is coming out everywhere, it's always easy to be thankful, isn't it? I mean, I remember the old movies where you have leprechauns jumping out and they're saying, get your wishes, get your wishes. And, and you had all those gold coming out everywhere. And people said, oh, I'm so happy because I got money, money, money. Yeah, it's easy to be thankful when you're getting gold and everything you want. That's easy to get, isn't it? People always say, thank you, Lord, because you answered my prayers. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're happy that God gave you things. But you know what? You're not just to be happy when you're getting your prayers answered. You're to be happy when no matter what. We're not just be happy when we're financially doing great. We're to be happy all the time. So you'll be happy and thankful in the good times. You'll be thankful in the bad times. Thankful in the questionable times. What do you mean questionable times? When you don't understand what's going on. The times where you can't tell what's good, what's bad, what's going on. That's hard. And then there's re realizational times. Because some, sometimes you go through good and everything's great. And I'm talking spiritually. And then there's the bad, where everything around you seems to be going horrible, like now, sometimes. And then questionable, like, I don't quite understand. And then the realization, like, aha, eureka. I call them the eureka moments sometimes. You ever had eureka? Eureka. And no, that's not a flavor that you, you put into a coffee. It sounds like one, doesn't it? Yeah, have some eureka. But no, eureka moments. And then, and then, and then, after the eureka moment that God allows you to have, that's through the Holy Spirit, by the way, when the Holy Spirit gives you that eureka moment, then you realize that good moments suddenly become great moments. 
You know why? Because you went from the good to the bad to the eureka to, to that, that realization to suddenly it's now great because you had all of that. You did a run around and realized how great everything is because God gave you a spiritual thankfulness to everything. Everything. Job had it. We'll go through the people here in a moment. So let's talk about the good times. Psalm 107. Psalm 107, verse 8 through 9. Psalm 107, verse 8 through 9. It says this. And this is to remember for the good times. Like I said, it's not hard. It's not hard. When everything is gold, when everything is gold, everything's turned out great. You ever had those days where everything, maybe you have it, and I'm sorry if you have it, and I'm sounding like I'm rubbing it in. You ever had a day where just everything's turned out great? Oh, look, I just want one money. Or look, I just, something happened. I got, but listen to what it says. When everything's going good, Psalm 107, verse 8 through 9 says, Let them give thanks to the Lord, for he is faith, his faithful love and his wonderful works for all humanity. For he has satisfied the thirsty and filled the hungry with good things. When you're getting good all the time, he gives you thirst. He gives you Now, a lot of times we don't think of that being good. But think about the people back then who didn't have food all the time. And he gave them what they needed. We're blessed. We're blessed. We're spoiled, rotten sometimes. We have what we need. We have what we want. I remember as a little kid sometimes we would say, oh, but now I want this. Now all I need, <laughs> now all I want. No, we have more than what we need. We get what we want. And then through the bad times, we should be thankful. This is what it says in Psalm 46. Psalm is really good. All the songs, they're really good for finding thankfulness. So are the Proverbs, so are Corinthians, but we'll go through all that. Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength. A well-proven help in trouble. Hmm. When you go through trouble, who do we turn to? We turn to God. He knows we're going through trouble. You know, it's good to go to God in prayer. When you're going through hard times, you're going through trouble. He knows. He knows you're going through the trouble, but we need to talk to him. He'll help you through it. Don't try to go through it on your own. There's no need. It'd be like being sick and not taking the medication you got to do. If you've gone to your doctor, I've, I've actually known, pardon me, idiots who've done this. They've gone to their doctors and they give them medication for whatever problem they may have, a cold or whatever. Now, I'm too tough for that. Well, then you deserve to have your sore throat or whatever it is you got. If you're too ignorant to take the medication to help you through what illness you have, then don't complain to me that you're sick. Now, you're going to remain sick for a couple more days. It doesn't work like that, like magic. But when God has given us the word, he's given us the spirit, he's given us things to help us, after a little while, you're going to come out of that illness, that spiritual illness. You're going to see a turnaround, the Holy Spirit. Have you ever noticed it? You're feeling down in the dumps. You go to God, whether it's through your job, your family, your wealth, whatever it might be. Suddenly, you start turning around. Hey, I don't feel quite as bad as I did before. People were screaming at me, yelling at me. I felt down on myself. Suddenly, I went to God, and I'm turning around. You know why? You're taking your spiritual NyQuil, you could call it, and you're suddenly turning around, and everything's getting better. Because you're no longer taking it on yourself. You're turning to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you can be thankful that he's given you the spiritual medication you need. That's what he's given you. He's given you the strength. 
They're questionable times. Things that you don't quite understand. Lord, I don't understand. You could say that this is the time that you're going to him. And you're asking. You're asking questions. Lord, help me. You may meditate. You may wonder, I don't get it. It's okay that you don't get it. There's nothing wrong with that. You're going to him. You're asking those questions. Let's turn to Psalm 28, verse 7. And we just quoted this today in Sunday school. And remember, this will help you. Psalm 28, verse 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I was helped. Therefore, my heart rejoices. And with my song, I will thank him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is great because this shows you that when you're in trouble, when you're questioning, when you don't know what to do, thank him with prayer. Thank him with the word. Thank him with song. Go to him. Praise him. And it will lift you up. It will help you when you don't even understand what's wrong. Oh, hallelujah. It's going to help you. I praise the Lord at times when I'm down. I'm even depressed at times. And suddenly, Eureka. Eureka! Things change around, and I don't even understand. And that's when the Eureka moment comes. Holy Spirit shows me, and it may not happen right away, but it'll start changing things. It'll start changing things. And that's when the good becomes great. And that's why now we're going to look at 2 Corinthians. This is the New Testament now. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. And it says in 2 Corinthians 4, 15, all of this is done for your benefit. And as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving, and God will receive more and more glory. It's done so that you can grow. It's done so that God will receive glory, and people will see through you, even through the rough times, through the hard times, through those eureka times, people will see that you grew, and God's glory grew, and people can see what God can do through you and through them, if they'll let him. You know, through COVID, I'm so sad to see people pass away. I hate to see people die. We know it's going to happen. And it it always makes me sad. And sometimes, I, not usually around people, but sometimes I break down in tears. I did just a couple of days ago, yesterday even. I was thinking about people passing away. And I broke down in tears. I was thinking about some of my brothers and sisters around here who passed away in the last few years. And I broke down in tears. I was missing different ones. And then I got to thinking about the glory of God, about how when they passed away, their face was shown with glory. And the moment they left here, they left their body. My father was in heaven. Brother Riley, who was mentioned a while ago, left here. And he's in glory, praising the Lord, singing songs better than he ever did here. I had to hope and pray. And if it's anything like what I saw, I had to believe that the Lord has allowed him to maybe have a guitar in heaven. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I saw it like that. I hope it was true. I saw him just going crazy on a guitar. Can you imagine getting to praise the Lord forever? And you might say, but I can't sing. In heaven, I have to believe you can sing because glory to God, all the angels are singing. Why can't you sing too? But I don't have a singing voice. Folks, everything's healed in heaven. Why wouldn't your singing voice be healed? Wouldn't that be wonderful to be thankful in heaven? Praising his name forever and ever. Glory and glory to the Lord. 
Why can't we praise the Lord here? But what if you don't have a good singing voice? So what? Praise the Lord anyway. If you can't do have a great singing voice, at least praise Him the best that you can, the best you know how. Do your best. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. Praise the Lord God. God is always there all the time. Not sometimes. Not just at mealtime before we pray to Him like we said last week. All the time. Praise Him. He is the same, but are we? Are we always grateful? No. At least I'm not always. There's times I forget to be grateful. I'm ashamed to say this, by the way. There's times I forget to be grateful. And then when a reminder hits me, be grateful, Philip. Be grateful. You know what? I got to tell you something. When I'm having a seizure on the floor, when I'm on the oh, it's not fun. But did you know I'm grateful at that moment? Oh, I'm not telling you to be grateful to be sick. I'm not telling you when you have a flu, you're like, oh, thank you, God, that I'm being ill. I'm not going to go into details. I'm not telling you to be grateful for the illness. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm not saying be thankful that you have the flu. Thank you, God, I got the flu. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not telling you that when you're in trouble, be thankful, God, that I got fired. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not telling you, thank you, God, I got in a car wreck. I'm not saying that. I'm not telling you to do anything foolish that way. What I'm saying is, thank you, God, that you're with me when I'm ill. Thank you, God, that you can comfort me spiritually when I have a seizure. And that's what I do. Thank you for comforting me when I need you. Although I might be shake, rattling, and rolling on the floor, God is with me in the spirit and lifting me up on high. And I feel good here and here. And it helps me out to start feeling better when I start to feel better here. And the thing is, is even when you start feeling bad financially or in your job or whatever the people around you is, when God helps you here and in the spirit, God will help you no matter what because it doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what's going on in the news or other things around you because God helps you in the spirit. It'll lift you up. But what if people are hurting your feelings in your job? Feelings come and go, but the spirit is forever. Always be thankful no matter what. It's hard sometimes. It is, but we can be grateful. That's what it says in Psalm 100 verse 1. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. And there was a song made from that song of Psalms. And then there's Psalm 44 verse 8. Psalm 44 verse 8 says, In God we boast. Oh, I hope we do. I hope we do. People say, oh, you shouldn't brag. Oh, no, not on you. But we should brag on God. Listen to what it says, Psalm 44 verse 8. In God we boast all the day long. And give thanks to your name forever, Selah. And then Psalm 86, verse 12. Psalm 86, verse 12 says, I will give you thanks, O Lord my God. With all my heart, I will glorify your name forever. Forever. Praise the Lord. Not just when it's good. Not just when it does me good. But forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. And one more psalm at this moment. Psalm 116, Psalm 116, verse 17. It says, I will offer to you, talk to the Lord, I will offer you a, the sacrifice of thanksgiving and will call upon the name of the Lord. We're to give God thanks no matter what. Continue giving thanks. So, in times of difficulties, and we have plenty, we're to go back to God. I'm going to give you some examples. I'm not going to go deep into it, but I'm going to give you some examples of people who had difficulties, just like you, but maybe even worse. 
Now, I'm not going to tell you, as some people do, when you have a difficult time, remember there's always people worse off than you. And that's true. There are. There are always people worse off than you. But I've actually had someone say, just look people up who are worse than you, and they'll make you feel good to see them so bad. No, don't do that. That's a horrible thing to do. Well, just look. He's worse off than you. He lost a leg. Now, don't do that. That's a horrible thing to do. Can you imagine that? Someone said, just remember, he lost his toes. He lost his leg. This woman, she can't even think anymore. She can't even talk. No, don't do that. Don't look at people and start being glorifying their worse off no just pray for them i don't want to, to think about people being worse off in a good way at the same time you do have to think about the fact that god is with you no matter how bad off you are now think about this daniel daniel at a young age at the age of 15 just a little bit older than my nephew freddie here just a few years uh, older than him daniel was with along with the other teenagers the the, the well-off teenagers talking about uh talking about uh, financially the wealthy. They were kidnapped as a teenager, but he didn't blame God. He was kidnapped and taken to another land that didn't believe in the Lord. He didn't blame the Lord God. What did he do? He praised the Lord God. He said, I'm not going to turn away from God. Now, he's at that age. He's at that age where he could easily turn away from God and said, well, I'll just do whatever. He didn't. He, because he was raised up in the way of the Lord, he praised the Lord. He loved the Lord. He followed the Lord. And because of that, he became a good man of God. And he said in Daniel 6.10, Daniel knew and he knew, first of all, they passed the law. They passed the law that anyone who praised the Lord was going to be thrown to the lions and killed. And what did he do? He praised the Lord God and was thrown to the lions to be killed. And he praised him anyway. Now, how many people do that today? Some people don't praise God anymore in front of people because they're afraid they're going to be mocked and made fun of. Oh, well, pity, 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 pity party. You're afraid to be mocked and made fun of? And you're afraid to praise God, but they'll mock me, they'll make fun of me. But you're not going to be throwing the lions and killed, and Daniel still did that. He was mocked, he was made fun of, oh, he's about to be eaten. But what did God do? He sent an angel. Oh, no, 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 no. He didn't send an angel. He sent the angel of the Lord, which is Jesus Christ pre-incarnate. And he shut the mouth. That means to say that God himself, Jesus Christ, shut the mouth of the lion. He said, shut up you. And he did. And that lion shut up and could not eat Daniel because Daniel stood up for the Lord and the Lord stands up for you. So we need to be proud of the Lord. We need to be thankful of the Lord like Daniel was thankful of the Lord. He wasn't alone, though. David was thankful of the Lord. David was thankful of the Lord. David's life was in danger. The king himself was going to kill David over and over again. But did David say, why, God, why? No, David had the spirit of the Lord with him, and he continued to praise the Lord, even though his life was in danger. He thanked God every single day and continued to praise him every day, though his life was in danger. He thanked God daily. Oh, but they'll mock me in my job. Oh, but the people in my family, they'll say bad things about me. He continued to love God daily, daily, though his life was in danger. And you know what he continued to do? He didn't kill that king, though he could have several times. He didn't because he didn't want to mock the name of God because of it. And so, and so, and so David was blessed. So much so that Jesus Christ came through the family line of David. There were others. Job, Job, Job was blessed. He went through hard times. We know what he went through, but he was blessed. Even through the difficulties, Moses was blessed. Joseph was blessed. Maybe you. Maybe you've gone through difficult times. But are we thankful? Are we thankful like these men were thankful? What about the women? Deborah and others. Many of them were thankful despite all the difficulties. Perhaps you are the same. I hope you are. I hope 
even through your difficulties. By the way, if you haven't been, I understand. I do it too. There's times I go through difficulties and I forget to be thankful. I forget to be thankful. I forget to be thankful to God at times. But that can change today. We can always be thankful to God because He's with us through those difficulties. I am not saying be thankful for the difficulties. I'm saying we need to be thankful that He's with us during the difficulties. Not being thankful for the bad situation or the difficult times, but that God is with you through them to guide you and build you despite those difficult things and because of them. Who knows? It could be that because of those difficult times, God's going to use you to glorify His name. It could very well be. It could be. Would we remember Daniel like we do if it weren't for him being thrown to the lion? Would we remember David like we do if God had used him to kill Goliath? Even though it was God who did it through David. My point is, is God may use you to glorify his name because of the difficulties. And then we can thank him and be thankful for what God did through you. Remember that. It says in Psalm 31, verse 19. Psalm 31, verse 19 says this. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you. Talking about respect. Who fear you, which you bestow in the sight of men on those who take refuge in you. Over a month ago, I said these things. I talked about happiness. And last week, I talked about a happy meal. You remember that? Happy meal. I'm not literally talking about going to McDonald's after this and getting a kid's meal. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being happy. Being happy no matter what. I said that happiness is not what you own. It's not what you can do. It's not where you go or where you are. Physically or emotionally. It's not literally. It's who you know. Who you're, it's not who you know or who you're with except for one it's when you know the Lord Jesus and who's with you if your happiness is bound on these things you're in trouble happiness goes deeper than these things these things are blessings but they're just extra fun they're not your joy and they're not your happiness because happiness is in the Lord it says happiness is in the Lord and these things these things that we have and our happiness in the Lord is always means that we should always be grateful and we're to always be thankful in our happiness, which is the Lord. We are to always be thankful in the Lord. And as we're about to finish up here today, remember the Psalm 144, verse 15 says, Happy are the people, Psalm 144, verse 15, happy are the people with such blessings. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Doesn't mean we get everything we want, but it does mean we should be thankful when we have our desire, which is the Lord. He's the one who delights us. And we should remember, no matter what we go through, no matter what difficulties, physically or otherwise, and you will have difficulties in your job, you'll have difficulties in your family, even this week. You guys are about to have a wonderful week. You're going to meet with your family. You're going to meet with your friends. You're going to meet with the people. And you know what's funny about getting together with your family? Even though you have a wonderful time with your family, sometimes there's discussions that aren't always pleasant. Now, I don't mean this about your family particularly, but I mean 
there's times that I've met with family members and sometimes there's been great family memories and sometimes there's been memories of family that's not always so fun. But you know what's great? Now, not, like I said, not always my, my close family, but other family members. And you know what you can always do with that? You can turn it around and make it a blessing. How about people you meet at the store? You can turn it around and make it a blessing. What if they're mean to you? Turn it around. You know how you do that? By being nice to them no matter how they treat you. Remember what we always say? Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Turn it around. Remember, you always have something to be thankful for. That will be and cannot be taken away from you. See, you have the Lord Jesus in you. Even if the people you're meeting out there or in your family or wherever, even if they don't know the Lord, you have him. That can't be taken away from you. And so when you meet with people this week or wherever or whenever, don't let them take away your joy. Don't let them take away your thankfulness. Be thankful and grateful and let them see it. Let God be glorified in your happy thankfulness. Let it be seen. <clears throat> and so I'll finish up by reading us a few more things in Colossians chapter 2. This is a good one. Colossians chapter 2, 6 through 7. And we'll say in Colossians in this part. Colossians 2, 6 through 7 says this. As you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. Rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as you have been taught and abounding with thanksgiving. And they're going to see how thankful you are and the things that you can say and do and the people around you, no matter where you're at, they're going to see just how thankful you are. How come I can't have that? How come I don't have that? Well, maybe it's because they're not abound with Christ or maybe because they're not allowing themselves. Maybe they have Jesus, but they're not being abound in it. There's a lot of Christians who... They may have that gift, but they don't abound themselves in it. You know what I mean? They don't have themselves living in it. And then there's Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 and 17. Oh, you're going to like this. It says, Let the peace of God, to which also you are called in one body, rule in your hearts and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the lord and whatever you do and word or deed do all in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god the father through him folks when you are allowing christ to take over and you're thankful no matter what that smile oh i know it irritates people and you know why they're jealous and i'm not telling you to irritate people on purpose but i'm saying let your joy be overcome to the Lord Jesus Christ. Always be thankful. Always be thankful. People get irritated because they are jealous of your thankfulness to the Lord. Always be thankful to the Lord. He's with you through your difficulties. He's with you when you're sick. He's with you when you're having financial troubles. He'll help you through it. I'm not saying he's going to give you all the money you need. I'm saying he's going to help you one step at a time. He's going to be with you. And yes, you may get irritated from time to time, but turn to God. He'll help you. He will, I promise you. Not I, but Christ promises you. I'll be with you. I'll help you every single day. Do you remember when Peter was irritated because suddenly he had to give more taxes? Remember that? He didn't know how he was going to get through it. Christ said to him, go fishing. What a crazy thing to tell someone. Go fishing. Go fishing. And he went down to fish. And you remember what happened? Because all of a sudden, and by the way, it was a cheating tax. By that I mean to tell you, he didn't really owe that. They were cheating him. He went down there fishing. 
And when he went to fishing, do you remember where he found that fish? He found the, the, the two coins he needed to, to tax. Now, I'm not telling you, go to Captain D's for fish and you're going to find all the money you need. I'm not telling you that. What I am saying to you is this. When you put Jesus first and you follow him, he will help you in all of your needs. That's what I'm telling you. Follow him. Remember, there is always, always, always something to be thankful for. And you should always, always, always be thankful that God is with you now and always. And before we go into prayer, I will finish by reading Philippians 4, 6-7. Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Let us bow in prayer. Dear precious Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, Lord, we thank you so very much that you're with us. We thank you that we know that we go through a lot of hard times in this civilization. But we thank you with all our heart and souls that you're with us, no matter what the difficulties are. We pray for those who are physically ill right now, some who cannot be here, and I pray that you will lift them up right now. We know, Lord, there are some who are having issues, Lord, thoughtfully, and I pray that you will help them. Maybe financially there are people who are having difficulties, and I pray that you'll strengthen them. Lord, I also know there are some with the holiday coming up, I pray that you will be with them, because maybe, maybe it depresses them. And Lord God, I pray that you'll strengthen them. Maybe they don't have a lot of family. I pray, Lord God, that you will help them to feel comfortable. Lord, whatever the problems might be that they're going through, I pray that they will always be thankful to know that you're with them no matter what. I pray for this, and I pray for the church. I pray that people will be thoughtful and mindful, and that they will be here to follow you. And I pray, Lord, that you build the church up. And I pray for every single person of the church, those who are here and those who are at home, and that you will build them today, that they'll be thankful to glorify your name. In Jesus' most holy and precious name, I pray for your saints. Amen.